are uh, so glad to be with you this morning and, and believe in the Lord's timing. He, he works things out amazingly. We, uh, since we've been here, um, some updates about us. We've moved to Colorado and are now based out of Boulder, Colorado. And this is kind of the tail end of a two-month tour that we're on. I think last time we were here, we were at the start of a two-month tour. But uh, this is the end for us. We've got about a week left, and then we're headed back to Boulder. And so I, I had called uh, John Otley several months ago to see if we could come and stop by Cornerstone. We feel like you've included us as part of your family, and uh, we really love you guys. So called him to see if we could come swing by and, and sing a little bit for you and uh, pick this date, and it, and it worked out fine. And we're glad it worked out because uh, Nick and Heather had a baby this week, and Tim and Kara ended up having their baby this week. So Tim was supposed to speak today, and I think Nick was going to do music. So we're giving them all the week off and uh, happy that, it, that the timing was perfect and that it worked out. But uh, we just want this to be an opportunity for you guys to sit back and relax. We're going to be singing some songs and kind of talking uh, a little bit about them and, and, and have some encouragement for you guys. And then the words to the songs are going to be on the screen and some scriptures that go with them and just a chance for you to sit back and reflect. Um, and, and it's our pleasure to be here. Um, I want to go ahead and introduce ourselves to you so that you know who we are and, and, and just look forward to sharing with you this morning. My name is Daniel. This is my beautiful wife, Georgiana, and uh, Pablo on the end here. But uh, we're so thankful also to have uh, Pablo's wife, Bethany, with us this trip. Uh, poor Pablo had to travel without her all of last year, and so uh, we're thankful to have her with, with us uh, this time, and she's helping with the PowerPoint. So we want to sing uh, a couple songs for you, and want to ask you guys to sing this one with us. We've been singing this morning uh, already, kind of establishing our dependency on God, that in and of ourselves we're really nothing. Um, and apart from him, we can't do anything. And so I want to sing this song. It's probably a familiar one to you. So as we sing through this, let's just worship him that even in all his greatness, he's, he's cared for us and, and was willing to make us his despite our humanness and sin. It's incredible the, the great lengths that God went to ensure that last statement that we sang could be true. Uh, that we sinful humans uh, caught in our own sin with nothing that we could do about it, nothing we could pay for it, nothing we could work for it, uh, that he would love us enough and care for us enough uh, to fix our problem, um, to send his son Jesus to, to pay for our sins, past, present, and future, so that we can sing that and mean it and be truthful, uh, that we could be his. Uh, and, and it's an incredible thing and, and such an encouragement uh, this morning that, that we could be his. Um, I understand that you guys have been learning um, about what it means to, to learn some lessons from Jesus. Is that right? Uh, being flexible, being teachable. I think a, a big part of learning from Jesus is uh, being teachable and, and being usable. And uh, I'm encouraged this morning. I want to talk a little bit about faith and, and um, the positives of faith and the helpers of faith and then the enemies of faith. Um, because I think faith is a big part of being usable and being teachable and, and being in a place where we can learn from Jesus. And uh, um, I, I love Hebrews chapter 11. Um, a lot of people call it the hall of faith because it talks about men and women of God who lived by faith in God. Even if they couldn't see it, even if they, it seemed impossible, uh, they believed that God was who he said he was and that he would do uh, what he said he would do, even if it seemed completely impossible or completely out of control. And um, there's so many people listed in, in Hebrews chapter 11, and I want to talk about a couple of them this morning. The, the first person that I want to talk about, um, one of my favorites in, in the Old Testament, is, is the story of Moses. And, and he's listed in the Hall of Faith 
um, because he believed um, that God would do some amazing things even if it seemed completely impossible. And, and what it says about Moses uh, in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, starting in verse 24, if you've got your Bibles, you can turn with me, but Hebrews eleven twenty-four, 24, uh, it, it says, By faith Moses, uh, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter, he chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. Verse 27, by faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. Uh, he persevered because he saw him who is invisible. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. That's some cool faith. And if you guys remember the story, uh, it, it takes you all the way back to the start of Exodus. And if you remember the story, Moses kind of grew up in the king's household, and then, but he was uh, an Israelite. Um, and, and he killed somebody over a dispute, killed an Egyptian, and then fled the country because of it. And so um, here we have kind of a castaway, and it even says that he fled Egypt by faith. Um, and, and kind of ran off into an unknown land and, and went off and uh, headed out into the desert, um, met his wife there, began to, a family there, and, and, the, and the Bible says in Exodus chapter 3 that a long time passed. And so here we have Moses out in the middle of the desert, left by faith, and then maybe it seemed like God had kind of forgot about him. And here he is out in the middle of the desert just, you know, wondering where his place is, a stranger in a, in a completely different land, uh, wondering what his purpose is. And yet, continuing to live by faith that, that God would do great things through him. And uh, it, it came about, and, and I love this story, it came about one day that, that he's walking through, and you can find this in Exodus chapter 3, but he's walking through the desert, and, and he comes across a, a bush uh, that's on fire in the middle of the desert. And I think it struck him as, as kind of strange. I, I think some translation even said he, he wanted to go see and investigate why this bush was on fire and not burning up. And so uh, we were just... Uh, Earlier this year, um, in February, we were down in the desert in Santa Fe and Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, so just out of curiosity, I asked the people in the desert, have you guys ever been, like, walking along and seen uh, a, a bush on fire? And <laughs> nobody raised their hand. I was surprised. So it must have been strange for Moses, too. And then at the start of this tour, uh, about two months ago, we were going through Iowa, and we were in Holstein, Iowa, like the middle of nowhere kind of. Iowa, and, uh, and I, I just, I don't know why I asked them, but I was like, have you guys ever been walking and seen a, a bush on fire, just a burning bush? And like half the room was like, yeah, sure, and they, they raised their hands, and I, it struck me as very odd, and so I was like, okay, wait a second. How many of you have been walking and seen a bush that you or your farmer neighbor didn't start on fire intentionally, and, and everybody's like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> pull their hands down, so... So it was something for Moses to see, and so, so he goes over to this bush, bush to check it out, and, and as if a burning bush in the middle of the desert isn't, isn't crazy enough, uh, God begins speaking to Moses through this bush, and uh, I, I just wish I could have been there to see his face when this happened. So God begins speaking to Moses, and, and he says, Moses, I want you to go back into Egypt. Remember the place where you killed the guy, and, and now you're hiding from, and you never want to go back? Well, I want you to go back, and you know, he'd have been totally freaked. And, and he says, not only that, but I want you to go stand before Pharaoh, the most powerful man in the world, and I want you to tell him that I sent you and that I want his entire workforce to go on vacation forever. And so 
you know, Moses is just totally, you know, sees this as, as an impossible situation. Not only does he not want to go back into Egypt, but, uh, you know, how's he going to stand before Pharaoh? How's he going to tell him that message and get him to let all of God's people go free? And so as, as with any of us, uh, when we're uh, presented with a situation that, that makes us uncomfortable or, or seems impossible, uh, we start making excuses. And so Moses had a few excuses for God, and he said, God, they'll, they'll never believe that I sent you. And, and so God's like, boom, 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 here's a few miracles. Do this, and they'll believe that I sent you. And, and so since that excuse didn't work, he, he says, well, well, God, I have never been eloquent. Or I am, some translations say, I am ineloquent. I can't do it. I can't speak. I have, I have a problem with that. And so how do you expect me to go before Pharaoh and, and speak before him? And, and God makes an incredible promise to Moses that I think applies to you and I today as well in, in being teachable and learning from God. And he, and he says, if you go in my name, I will be your voice and I will teach you what to say. And, and, this, and I want us to be people that, that live by faith, that are teachable um, and usable by God to the point where when he calls us to do something, uh, instead of making excuses and, and letting fear take over and like thinking like this is an impossibility, I can't see it happening. To live by faith, believing that if God's called us to do something, we can do it. And uh, he's promised to be with us and to, to be our voice and to teach us what to say. And uh, so, so we want to sing this morning for you guys a song about faith, about believing in things uh, that we can't see. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about faith and about the enemies of faith this morning. But uh, this is a song about believing in things we can't see. And the truth is um, that the blessed are those who have believed and have not seen. Just as all those in the hall of faith believed without seeing, uh, we want to be people of faith like that. And so this is a song about faith.
Amen. Well, I want us all to be people of faith. Uh, when we're living by faith, it, it's easy for God to use us and to teach us, isn't it? I uh, love the example of Joshua, who, if you uh, remember the story, um, followed Moses in, in leading Israel. And uh, we, we kind of pick up some encouragement for Joshua. He had, he had big shoes to fill. And uh, would have been an incredibly scary, scary thing to um, imagine the responsibility. And here they are on the other side of the Jordan River, and, and the Lord is telling them that, that they're going to cross over, um, cross the Jordan, which seemed like an impossible task right there, and then go conquer all the armies of the land and, and take over the land. And, and here Joshua is on the verge of taking all of this responsibility and, and leading this entire nation uh, not only across this huge river but into an unknown land with giants and armies and everything and outnumbered and, and, and it seemed impossible. And uh, there's some awesome encouragement um, for, for Joshua and we pick it up in Deuteronomy. And so if you've got your Bibles again, turn with me to Deuteronomy and we'll find it in, uh, in chapter 31 here. So here he is, and Joshua is getting the news that, that he's going to um, succeed Moses. Um, and we'll go ahead and start out in, in verse 1 of chapter 31 here. It says, Then Moses went out and spoke the words to Israel. I am now 120 years old, and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, You shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you. And you will take possession of their land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said. And the Lord will do to them what he did to Sihon and Og and the kings of the Amorites, who he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must go to them and do to them all I have commanded you. Verse 6, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse 7, Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all of Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with the people into the land that the Lord swore to their forefathers to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Can you imagine putting yourself in, in Joshua's shoes here. Um, the whole responsibility and all the burden of that um, responsibility. Um, and, and he had a, a decision to make. And it's a decision that, that we're all faced with, I think, when the Lord calls us to do something or when we're faced with uh, something that we don't understand or a situation that just seems too hard. And it's a decision to split um, and receive by faith or a decision to fear. And so when we come to a crossroads, we either can turn to faith or we can turn to fear. And uh, Joshua could have easily uh, been afraid in this circumstance and, and, and let that fear overwhelm him. And that fear would have led to doubt and doubt led to unbelief and complete unrest. But when we're able to choose faith, the other route, uh, it leads to peace. And, and when we're in perfect faith with God, we're following his calling and, and it puts us in a place of, of peace and rest. And uh, so I think that, that fear is one of the main enemies of faith. And if we're going to be people that are learning from Jesus and in a place where he can teach us and use us, uh, when we're faced with a situation that we don't understand or that seems impossible, 
uh, I want us to be people that choose faith instead of fear. Uh, fear is such, a, such an incredible um, manipulator, and it can just take our heart and just crush us. I uh, want to share with you guys a quick story. Um, many of you know that, that we do this full-time, and we tour around, and um, last year we had just finished the tour, and we're getting ready to start a new one, and we had a six-week uh, break from tour. And, and we got home, and the very night we got home, so looking forward to just not seeing people for a while and just uh, getting to know each other again and, and being ourselves. And uh, we, we, as we pulled in that night uh, with a six-week break, a, a friend of mine called me just in complete despair. Um, and, and he said, Daniel, I've got nowhere else to go. Um, I, I'm, I'm out of my house. Um, can I stay with you for the next six weeks? <laughs> And it was like so ironic, just like, okay, six-week break, and then he's calling to have a six-week stay with us. And uh, he'd been going through incredibly rough times in his family, um, and they couldn't seem to make it work. He had several kids, um, and they'd been doing counseling for, for years, trying to make their marriage work and, and trying to fight for it. And in all of that, uh, the counselor had said, you guys are the hardest couple that I've ever worked with. Uh, and, and my last resort, the last thing that I can try for you guys is to do a, a six-week controlled separation, she called it, where you'll uh, be separated for six weeks, and, and the only time you'll see each other is weekly counseling with me and, and just to see if we can restore this thing. And so he, he called me just completely broken uh, after hearing this news and, and had nowhere else to go, wondering if he could stay with us in our little apartment for the next six weeks. And... Uh, you know, I mean, it was kind of one of those things where that you're like, yeah, sure, you know, but, but I, I wouldn't take that time back because I learned so much about um, fear that week and about uh, the opposite faith um, because he had, had called me and, and was just a man completely broken on the verge of losing uh, his home, his wife, his kids, his job, everything, just completely broken before the Lord. And... Um, one night we sat up talking, and, and he said, Daniel, I, I've tried to do this um, the right way all this time, all along. I've been trying to do it the right way. I've been trying to do it God's way, and it's just not working. And I feel like he, he's left me in this. I feel like he's forsaken me. He's completely gone in all of this. And he said, and so now my heart is so full of fear um, that I've let the fear just take over, and, and it's telling me that I can't do it, um, that I need to just give up. And he said, so I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm ready to just give up on everything. And I said, I, I understand how you feel, you know, sometimes we feel like we just need to give up. And he said, no, I don't think you understand. He said, I, I'm so full of fear, and this fear has so consumed my life uh, that I feel like I'm ready to give up on God. Because I've tried to do things his way, and I've prayed about it, and, and he's just not answering, and he's just not there. And I feel like he's completely forsaken me, and so I'm ready to give up on him. And uh, I, I didn't have an answer for him that night, but I lay awake um, just completely heartbroken to hear somebody express so deeply their hurt and their fear um, because he just let it take over his life and, and rule his world and instead of um, living by faith um, he was living by fear and it had captured his life and um, as I lay awake that night I wondered what God's perspective is on, on the fear that we face and those things when we're faced with circumstances that it just seems impossible and too hard you know maybe like Joshua just looking at that thing just like how can, I, how can I handle that? How can I do that? How can I lead these people and cross this river and take over these armies? How, how could I possibly do that? And there's all kinds of circumstances. And if I were to ask each and every one of you and go around, 
I'd have a different uh, story about uh, the fears that you face and the things that seem impossible in your life. Um, and, and so I wondered what God's perspective is on those fears, the fears that push us to the point where we're ready to give up on him. And, uh, and so I, I wanted to write a song about it and just to encourage this brother um, in his struggle. And the good news of the story that I'll share with you is after the six weeks, um, he kind of, we, we had a lot of good talks after that and, and good talks about responding in faith instead of responding in fear. And uh, he really made a great turnaround and, and really began to apply um, a godly perspective onto the situation. And uh, the good news is that after the six-week separation, they've been together and they've been strong and been doing really, really well. Um, and it's been months and months now and, and still doing the counseling and still going through. But, but his outlook has changed on it. And instead of approaching the situation from fear of like, I can't do this, I can't handle it, I'm giving up, I'm losing everything, he's approaching it from, I believe that God is bigger than this and that he supports marriage. He wants us to stay together um, and, and accepting by faith that, that they can do it. And uh, so I, I wrote this song for, for him, but for myself also and for anyone that struggles with fear um, because we need to be responding in faith rather than fear. And so I think that this is kind of God's perspective uh, on the fear that we face. Um, because he's promised never to leave us and never to forsake us and to be our Prince of Peace.
know what uh, fears your face or what things burden your heart but when we allow ourselves to be filled by fear um, I, I think we become kind of unusable and we take ourselves out of the game and unteachable and, and can't learn anymore and so we want to sing another new song for you guys and, and um, it comes from Matthew chapter 11 and if you want to turn there with me um, as we have these things in life that um, can so easily fill us with fear and the fear can turn to doubt and the doubt to unbelief, um, we have a choice to respond differently and to respond in faith. And, and when we do that, it puts us in, in a place, as I said earlier, of peace, um, knowing that we're on the right track and, and complete rest. And, and that's exactly where the Lord wants, wants us to be. And as as I uh, heard that you guys were learning about learning and, and being teachable and, and hearing from Jesus and um, being able to learn, uh, this is the first verse that, that came to my mind, and um, I just love it. We're going to look in Matthew chapter 28. It says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And uh, in, in order to learn from him, it almost seems like it's implying that we give up our burdens and we take those things that weigh heavy on us and that, that put fear in our hearts and we just surrender those to him, and lay them down before him. Um, and in that, we learn from him, and we find rest for our souls. And so um, we're going to sing a new one that, that my wife wrote about uh, laying it all down before the Lord and just casting our cares upon him because he cares for us. And that's a place where we can put our heart, and that's what makes us teachable and flexible, and um, that's where we can really grow. And so as, as we sing through this, I want you to just release your burdens and just maybe pray those things to the Lord and surrender those things that you've been holding on to, those areas where we like to have control and um, anything that may be filling your heart with fear and, and instead respond by surrendering those to Him um, as we sing this.
Amen. Well, we want to uh, close out with a, a couple songs of joy, uh, looking forward to the day when there will be uh, no more need to make a decision between fear or faith. There will be no more fear, and there will be no more need for faith, uh, because we will be able to see our Jesus face to face and spend eternity with him. And so um, just want to encourage you with these words, uh, that, that one of these days uh, we'll see our Savior face to face.
Amen. Well, we uh, thank you guys for, for listening and for having us this morning. I know things were a little bit different this morning, but uh, God's timing is perfect, and we're so thankful to be here. We, uh, we're going to sing one more song. Before we do, I'm going to pray, and then as we sing the song, um, the elder asked me if I would go ahead and announce the offering, so we'll do that during the last song, but let me just pray for us. Uh, Father, we bow our hearts before you this morning, uh, acknowledging your greatness. And yet in your greatness, uh, it's humbling to think that um, you cared for us. And not only did you care for us, but, but you cared for us enough that you were willing to send your son Jesus um, to fix our problem, um, to be the cure for, for the sin that we couldn't pay for ourselves uh, so that we could have eternal life with you. Not only that, but you care for us and you want to use us and you want to teach us and you want us to grow and be more like you. Um, and so for all the things that, that get in the way of that, um, the things that fill us with fear and fill us with doubt uh, and, and, and can kind of plague our lives with that, relieve us of that, help us to surrender those things to you, to turn those things over to you, uh, and to respond in, in, in faith rather than in fear. Uh, help us to be people that believe that you are who you say you are and that you will do uh, what you say you will do. And that when you say that you'll never leave us or forsake us, uh, that we can take that to the bank each and every time. So we thank you for a great time together. We thank you for um, a future hope of eternal life, a future hope of a time when there will be no more fear and no more faith uh, because we will be with you for eternity. We look forward to that more than any other. Uh, and, and above all things, we do thank you for Jesus and his sacrifice for us. Um, it's in his name we pray. Amen. Well, let's go ahead and, and uh, sing this song together as, uh, as the offering is passed. Again, looking forward to the day when we can be with Jesus. And if you're feeling rhythmically into it this morning, a little clapping would be good. He's got it right there.
turn it over to John here. Well, Dan and Georgiana and Pablo, thank you so much for being here. Let's give them another round of applause. We're so glad when you guys are here. If you like that music and you want to take some home with you, I know I saw some uh, CDs out in the lobby there, and they have some other stuff. Uh, it's Lou's birthday. You might want to buy him a, an eloquent T-shirt. Uh, they probably sign it for you. Uh, there's a crazy love study at Kyle and Karen's house. They're sitting right down here. If you don't know where they live, you can find them. That's at 6 o'clock tonight. And then there's a reception for uh, Lou uh, this afternoon, and then there's an open house uh, for Laura Grubb this evening. I think it's uh, kind of in Minnesota, uh, or almost. Uh, this is our opportunity now, right? We've enjoyed their ministry, so now it's up to us uh, to put our faith into action this week. Uh, there are people moving. Uh, there are people who have brought little babies home. Uh, there are people who are wondering what to do this summer. So uh, if the Lord uh, gets our attention, uh, like Moses, let's pay attention and put our faith into action. Thanks so much for coming. We look forward to seeing you next week.